Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriends, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because I've got a story that I want to share with you. It's about a man and his SAT scores. And while it sounds really random, I was honestly mind blown when I first heard this story. And I think you're going to find that it's a super powerful reminder to you that regardless of your past, you get to decide to make your future whatever the hell you want it to be. So this is going to be juicy. But first, I wanted to keep you in the loop of our sponsor of the podcast, Organifi. And if you're not familiar with Organifi, they have an entire line of completely organic, hence the name, of superfood blends. Everything is plant-based and it's made with really high quality ingredients. Nothing in their entire product line has more than three grams of sugar per serving, which I love because I've mentioned on the podcast, I'm really trying to get intentional about my health right now. So I'm reading the back of labels of everything and there's so much sneaky sugar in everything, but not in these types of products. And I love their superfood teas. Their chocolate gold is like a yummy hot chocolate drink that Cena and I drink at night. I love their regular gold. It's like a golden latte. They've got their Harmony product for hormone health. And honestly, both my fiance Cena and I love their protein, the chocolate and the vanilla and their green juice. Honestly, I could just keep going on and on about their products. Basically, if you're looking for high quality superfoods at a really great price, you should check them out. Go to Organifi.com slash Keisha and you can use code Keisha for 20% off any product in their store. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Keisha, K-A-C-I-A and code Keisha for 20% off any item. And of course, you can always come to Instagram or check the show notes for the link. And yeah, check them out. Let me know what you think. Now, let's dive in to today's episode. So let me set the stage here. Sina and I are Seahawks fans. So we're from the greater Seattle area originally. And honestly, Okay, I should probably reframe that. Cena is a diehard Seahawks fan, and I just kind of like love the hype of like the Seahawks. I love jumping around. I love the social aspect of football. But of course, I know Russell Wilson, who is the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. And you probably know him too. If you don't, he's the one that's married to Sierra. Point is, Russell Wilson is really well known for his mindset as a quarterback. And a lot of it comes from his mental conditioning coach, who's a guy named Trevor Moab. And that's actually how Cena and I stumbled upon Trevor's work is through Russell Wilson. And he's got a ton of like powerful mindset techniques that he teaches. And he actually wrote a book called It Takes What It Takes, which if you're looking to get a sports fan, maybe a guy in your life into personal growth, that might be a really good book for him. So I'll link it in the show notes for you. But basically, I've referenced Trevor and some of his techniques on the podcast before, but there's one story that I find super powerful that he shares that I think you need to hear. And if for some reason you've heard this before, girl, this is going to be a powerful reminder to you. So it's the story of, you know, it's a true story of a now very successful magazine editor. So backstory, this magazine editor was raised by a single mom. 
and they lived in the Midwest, and he was basically failing out of high school, doing really poorly, skipping classes, not getting good grades. But he promised his mom that he would take the SAT test. And, you know, obviously taking the test, he didn't expect that he was going to get a good score because he's basically failing out of high school. And if you're not familiar with the SAT, it's a standardized test, which is like a math and verbal, and each section is 800 points. So this guy goes in, takes the test, he gets his score back, you know, this is his junior year of high school, he gets a 1480 out of 1600, which is like crazy high on the SATs, a 1480. And his mom literally asked him, like, if he cheated on this test. And obviously he says, no, he didn't cheat on the test, but he's absolutely shocked by this score. And from that score, that day, he decided, whoa, I'm smart. Like he just decided I'm a smart person. So going into his senior year of high school, he decides he's going to change his approach to school. He's going to actually apply himself. He's going to start hanging around a new crowd of people that cares more about going to class. And then after you know he graduates, he goes on to community college at Wichita State. And then he goes on to the Ivy Leagues and then into the super successful career. And of course, you might be thinking like, okay, Kesh, like, This is a story of a guy who was academically smart. And then once he actually chose to apply himself, he saw success academically and then went on to like have this career. And yes, this is true. But here's the real kicker. The kicker is 12 years after he took this SAT um, test, when he's already super successful in his career, he gets a letter and he opens it. It's from the SAT board saying that they're periodically reviewing different tests and that he was actually one of the 13 people that took the test that year that were sent the wrong SAT scores by accident. And they wanted him to know like 12 years later after he took this test that the score that he thought he got was wrong. He actually got a 740 out of 1600, not the 1480 that he was told. And obviously, he's really surprised by this. He's like, what? Like, holy crap, you know? I mean, I don't know him. I'm just guessing he's probably, like, standing in his kitchen reading his mail being like, what? But the the score that he thought he got changed his whole damn life, didn't it? And, like, you could say that the score, I guess, changed his life. That he he got the 1480 and that changed everything. But really... What it is, is he changed his behavior when he got the 1480 because his belief about himself changed. Think about it. He gets these scores initially. He decides that because of this score of on the standardized test, he decided to make that mean that he's smart. So that self-identity piece, right? Like whoever you think you are, you're going to act in accordance with. And then number two, he started hanging out with new kids at school, like his senior year of school, because this environment piece, as you know, who you spend time with really freaking impacts you because you become a byproduct of the expectations of your peer group. And then number three, naturally, teachers and even his peers treat him differently because of his actions. Like he's going to class, he's showing up, he's doing the work. He's putting his reps in. And that's this outer expectation piece that, you know, we have this human need that we want to belong. So we act in accordance with the tribe that we want to associate with. So basically to tie this all up, this guy starts acting like a person with a 1480 on his SATs and he started doing what someone with a score like that does. And it changed everything for him. So how can you apply that same lesson in your life? Well, I think it comes down to really digging into some of your own beliefs, like the beliefs that you have about yourself, because what you believe about yourself gets mirrored into the actions that you're taking, 
right? So you got to check in on those beliefs and make sure they're actually serving you. And some questions to ask yourself is, what do I believe about myself? Why do I believe that? Who taught me that belief? Does the story about who I am actually make sense to me? And it sounds like kind of weird to ask yourself these questions, but how often do you just slow down to think like, who am I and who do I want to be? And are these beliefs actually congruent with getting me where I want to go? Because once you identify the belief that you have about yourself, you can say, wait a second, does this belief and this story that I'm telling myself on repeat serve me and my values? And and is it going to help me get where I want to go? And how is this belief or the story that I'm telling myself about who I am, how has this made me feel? Because you might be able to notice that it could have caused you some harm, like whether that's personally or in even like ways that it might be holding you back from getting where you want to go or even trying that thing that's tugging at your heartstrings or really staying after that thing when you experience some resistance. And honestly, you can even look at the story that you're telling yourself about who you are and ask this simple question. Is it bringing me closer to where I want to be and the life that I want to create and the world that I want to live in? Or is it taking me further away? Because if it's not working for you, girl, you got one shot here. So that belief has got to go. That story has got to kick, get kicked to the curb, right? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you were or what you did in the past. We got to let that go because we get to decide that we are in control of the people that we become, who we decide matters. It's not about external circumstances. It's about a conscious choice, which means any day like today could be a fresh slate where you just make this decision. You're like, you know what? I'm drawing a line in the sand. And I say this all the time, but it it really just matters. Who do you want to be? And how hard are you going to work to become her? That's it. It starts with your belief which then drives your actions. And and what's funny is like, it's not the huge actions. It's actually these like tiny little decisions, the things that are super easy to do and are also easy not to do. But day after day, those compound. And ultimately those tiny little decisions, which are driven from your belief about yourself, make up who you are and how your life turns out. And if those dreams on your heart actually become a reality, or if you choose to stay stuck, repeating the same thought patterns over and over again, wondering why you feel like you're in this place that you can't get out of. So girl, choose a belief about yourself. The one person that you're going to live with for forever, ever choose a belief that serves you because you've already seen what happens if you keep the beliefs that you've had for years and just keep rolling them around on repeat. Let's see what happens when you give your beliefs a little upgrade. When you believe that you're capable and worthy and deserve a life that you're obsessed with, the choice is always in your hands. I believe in you. So girl, it's time that you start believing in you too, okay? We're in this together and I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.